You're listening to the Huck and Ride Podcast, the show that celebrates the two-wheeled lifestyle from pros to beginners and everything in between. Proudly brought to you by Kenda, the tire that's designed for your journey, the Huck and Ride Podcast is homegrown on two wheels. And now, here's your hosts, Jason Simpson and Lala Naharis. Welcome to Vermont. Here we are. <laughs> Here we are. Nothing like trying to do a podcast out at a race, but it's the only time you can catch certain people. Totally. And for those of you guys who are listening and not watching, we're sin- we're sandwiching <laughs> Mr. Aaron Gwynn. Yeah, yeah. Welcome. <laughs> thank you for having me. Thank Good you to be here. Thank thanks you for taking for, uh, the time, man. Yeah, thanks for your patience. We've only been trying to do this for like a year, right. I think. I'll <laughs> <laughs> be going like move. Yeah. yeah, we're waiting till you get on the East Coast for us to try, not when you're living on the West Coast, yeah. an hour from us, right? Yeah, yeah. Makes more <laughs> well, it's kind of almost like us with Cole Suedos. Yeah. It's like, you know, on our team for all those years and stuff, and now it's like, we have better chance of getting him now than we did when he lived. That's usually how it works yeah. out. Yeah. yeah. No, so we're stoked. Speaking of moving, so you did move out of SoCal um, to, well, tell us, yeah. tell, tell us about your, your adventures of moving. Yeah, it's been crazy, big couple of years, we, uh... We had actually bought a place in Montana, so we had residency there for about a year. Uh, that's where my wife is from, born and raised. And so we were kind of starting to split time between Montana and California, like Montana in the summers. Uh, the training's really good there in the summertime, okay. especially from SoCal where it's hot and dry and the riding in the summer isn't great. Um, so we were kind of starting to split time between the two places, and then we ended up like spending a little bit of time in Tennessee around uh, Windrock and just really enjoyed being there and the people there. and. Um, kind of got to a place where we had a lot of friends and family kind of move out around Nashville and yeah. we were looking for maybe a change up from California and um, everything just kind of worked out good so yeah now we kind of split time between Tennessee and Montana like Montana in the summers in between races off and on and then uh, Tennessee mostly in the winter time so it's been good I really like it um, Lauren and I are both kind of from smaller towns like less people more yeah. of country and we kind of have that vibe now and we've got a little bit of property at both places so it's it's a more mellow lifestyle. And yeah, it seems like <laughs> some stuff on social media, just yeah. going out for hikes and stuff, like just stuff that you can do out your back door, basically, right? For sure. Yeah, we really enjoy it. It's been good. And we were fortunate, like a lot of our good friends from California actually moved real close to us in Tennessee. So um, I think for us, like our family and friends is kind of home no matter where we live. So yeah. them all kind of moving really made that just feel like home really fast. So it's been a lot of fun. Cool. And I just seen he got a... He's got some horses at the neighbor's property, so you got to say hi to the horses. He's like, we're really? here to visit some friends. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Lauren would have all the animals if I let her, but we uh, we travel too much right now, so she uh, right. tortures the neighbor's animals instead. All right. <laughs> she all did right. tell me yesterday she gets all the benefits of having the horses without having to the upkeep of them. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah, that's always good. That's <laughs> She's got a good setup. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Right on. Okay, so... Um, Lots of people have heard your story about getting into to bike racing and stuff like that. But let's talk about kind of where you're at now. So this has been a rough year. Yeah. Injury, right? I mean, injuries are always rough no matter what, but this one's taking you out for a bit. Um, and then your, your deal with the intense um, factory team and, and stuff like that, where, where, where are you in that? kind of uh, where do you line up with that yeah so it's been I mean obviously it was kind of worst case scenario this year like we had a really good season last year we've been really working hard on the bikes at intense for a few years now and and trying to get where we needed to be to really be winning races consistently again Um, and I've had some injuries and just tough stuff along the time along the along the way 
Um, last year we, we were really good, really strong the second half of the season. I felt like I was finally like getting a, a bit of momentum back, feeling good on the bike. My health was good um, and was just really consistent riding really kind of within my comfort zone. Um, had probably the best off season I've ever had. Had a really good preseason. Um, came into the first World Cup at Switzerland just like wanting to just get through the race and have a good clean run and kind of build and uh, just had a weird little crash like three runs in uh, really tricky little section and very small mistake like if I would have done that anywhere else on the track I probably would have saved it and not even crashed but I just happened to do it right where there was like a big drop and a bunch of rocks and this whole thing so I just kind of had to hit the eject button hit the ground hard and uh, ended up breaking the radial head and my arm into a few pieces and so um, I, I don't know it was a bummer because I got done and I'm like ah, maybe it's not broke maybe it's just sore yeah. like I'm all right and we went and got x-rays, and they're like, no, nah, it's definitely broken. I'm like, well, maybe I won't need surgery. It's just a broken bone. Yeah. It'll be fine. They're like, no, you definitely need surgery. <laughs> and then the surgery was like, well, hopefully they can just screw the bone back together and everything else is good. And I was like, no, we got to detach the tendons and oh, get wow. all in there. And so it just ended up being a lot more of a just a process. Um, it's been going really well. Um, the doctors are all really happy. I've been in physical therapy since the second week out of surgery. And okay. pretty much every week now, three or four days for three months, like really been hammering it. Um, so it's coming along really good, but it's just a really long injury. Like it's just going to take some time. And this year with the season being kind of all compressed into four months, um, my heal time is about four months. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm yeah. going to just barely miss it. So, so, so Dak's been flying the flag though. For sure. The boys have been holding it down. Dakota's had some good races. He just got a second a couple weeks ago in France um, at the World Cup there. Had some strong rides. Definitely been set up to, you know, I think challenge for wins the last half of this season. Yeah. Uh, maybe even the whole season. I mean, he's been his results really haven't shown how good he's been riding. Um, and he's had just he's had some weird crashes and he's had like some weather affected races and yeah some things. But he's really kind of coming into it here the last half. So um, it's good. Seth had a, a broken wrist. He's back on the track now. He's yeah. starting to build some good momentum. Joe's been doing better every race. So. Um, yeah, everything's going positive, and it's good. I've been at the races just helping the boys with lines and kind of being around. So good. that's been fun. Definitely hard to be here and not be rotting, but it's uh, it's cool. Try to make good use of the time and do other stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I talked to you yesterday about that, like being here and knowing. I mean, I know you just did a a put. You're you just advertised you were doing your push-ups on your media and stuff, you know. And it was cool because you're like, look, it's getting there. But I asked you yesterday, is it hard? You you were hoping the second part of the season you'd be able to do like mentally, I, but I seen you over there like at the pits is what I'm talking about. Like you're there for your team, which is let's be real. A lot of the people at your level can have been like, oh, well, I'm not there, I'm not racing, not going. But you're here and you're in the mix. Like kids are like one kid would just went rolling by yesterday was like, I just said hi to Aaron, like so stoked. But like you're taking your time too, which I think that's big. I mean the ambassadorship you have. We, we only try to always tell our kids that on the team. Like, when Aaron's done racing, he's made a great name for himself, not being a jerk, not being all that. Like, he can ambassador some great products out there. And because you're exactly what this industry needs to continue, right? So totally dig that. But how mentally, I know you say it's hard, but knowing where you're at, that you wanted to be like, I can make this do it, I can do it, or, you know, making that call. Because John, obviously, I met up with him before he came out here. He's like, it was a tough call for him, for sure. Yeah, it's definitely hard. It's, um, yeah, I mean, I've just been doing it, I feel like, for so many years now. And it's, unfortunately, just part of the sport. Some years you feel like you can do no wrong. Like, big sketchy moments, huge crashes, nothing ever gets hurt. Like, you just kind of feel like you get away with everything. And other years it's like, 
you know, I think I hit the ground one time, two times maybe the entire World Cup season last year, like little tip-overs, like so consistent, didn't crash, I don't think at all through the entire off-season, like everything good, and then you just have one little mishap, and you're out for four months. It's like sometimes it just really goes your way, and sometimes it really doesn't. And I think I've just learned that. Like I've been racing something with two wheels since I was four, and I've gone through a lot of ups and downs. So you just kind of learn in time. It's like, well... If I did everything I could do to be as prepared as I could and did my part, it's like sometimes it happens if you can learn something from it good. And if, you know, not, you're just like, okay, well, life goes on. Like, how do we, for me, I got a lot of other things going on too. And a a lot of things that have to take a backseat because of the focus on racing is, is so committed. So when you get hurt and you're like, okay, I've got four months, like, well, let's really focus on getting healthy, number one. But number two, like it kind of does give me a chance to do some other stuff that usually I'd be kind of putting on the back burner. So Lauren always laughs and gives me a hard time because downtime for me is, is usually when I really take on more projects and <laughs> that's exactly what we've been doing. You so become a carpenter or yeah, something? Yeah, I'm or like, <laughs> huh, what can I get involved in now? So, um, so it's been good. So is there, is there just tear down stuff or is there actually like building stuff that can <laughs> make Yeah, we got all kinds of things Yeah, because a lot happening. of projects, you know, the tear down happens and then it doesn't, like it ends there. Yeah, yeah. No, we're definitely, um, yeah, a lot of moving pieces. We got some really kind of cool, exciting things to announce here in the next month or two cool. that we've been working on for a long time and this injury kind of gave me some time to focus on it and really figure it out so um yeah just excited and it's fun to be at the races like I love racing but one thing I definitely miss is is being at the races and being able to just hang out with people like yeah. when you're there to race and you're there to win especially at a world cup level like you just can't hang out in the pits all day you know yeah. you need to be on the track and when you're off the track you got to be cooling down or stretching or go to the hotel and like be eating good and sleeping like everything's just you kind of have to sacrifice any kind of social time to make sure you're really, you know, right. checking all the boxes. So when I can just come to a race and actually hang out with people and Sit just on, chill do and do stuff. With yeah, like this, st- like I, re- I really <laughs> <laughs> love doing this stuff. So it's, um, it's been fun. It's a little weird at the world cups because it's, that's what I've been working so hard is to try to win those again. So yeah. when you're there and you're on the track and you're walking the track and filming and timing sections for the boys, you're like, man, like, it's a little hard you know I like I was doing sure. an interview with Loke after he won in France a few weeks ago and that was the first time like seeing his face and how happy he was after a win and knowing what that feels like and interviewing him I was like <laughs> ah, like <laughs> I'm really happy for you but <laughs> this, this is a little rough <laughs> but I mean outside of that it's been uh, just a lot of fun to hang out with people in the industry and, and like I said I've done it for so long it's you kind of know a lot of these people, but you don't get a lot of time to sit down and actually right. chat and spend time with people. And yeah. that's something I've always said when I'm when I'm done racing, I really look forward to like the Sea Otter events and those ones that are just more festivals and yeah. everybody's there and you can just hang out and chat and kind of do that thing. So um, in that way, it's been a lot of fun and it's cool because it's been breaking up, you know, all the work and the other things yeah. we've been doing. Well, going back to what Lala said earlier about you being an ambassador in the sport, you know, when we were um, years ago when we went to Mount St. Anne, you were there you finished your race run and i remember you came right in front of me and i'm like how was it and you're like eh i was off today like you you were just you kind of knew like that wasn't your best run you knew and you went on the hot seat for a bit but then you got bumped down but i grabbed the kids and i said watch what aaron's doing because i've always used that as an example because some kid wanted you know aaron can i have your goggles or can i have your autograph and you're like yeah i'll sign my goggles and give them to you you know and i was like he knows that he didn't perform his best or have his best run, but look at what an ambassador he is. Like, he's still 
true like to to who he is as a person i don't know i've just always loved that about you like yeah you know that positive image and stuff it it's it goes a long ways so. yeah thanks so thanks yeah. for being that for our yeah, sport yeah because man. our sport needs it yeah and I, the sport has given me so much i think it's you know i was a fan for a long time growing up like in uh, motocross and stuff like that yeah. like i had guys i really looked up to and, and and being able to meet a few of those guys as a kid just like having them say hey man like you're like wow like, yeah that was awesome yeah. <laughs> like and that memory sticks with you forever he said hi to me oh yeah. my god <laughs> yeah <laughs> no it's rad so it totally it's is. it's cool and it's a l- it was a little bit of a weird transition you know getting to a point i've always been i mean now i'm way more like i talk more i'm more outspoken <laughs> i'm i'm not as shy but growing up I was very like kind of just shy kid like yeah. you know i i like people and stuff for sure i just i don't know i was more kind of to myself and so when I started winning a lot and it was like you get a lot of attention and a lot of fans and a lot of like people around all the time it was uh it was a little bit of a shift but it was like man these people are what make this sport and yeah. like these are the people I ride with during the week all the time and like yeah. these are my friends and a lot of the people so it's to me it's always been really cool you know I, I think it's I've been blessed to have a good successful career and things kind of lined up well for me to be able to do what I did um and so it's just a lot of fun like i like hanging out with those people it's definitely like and and part of it is kind of the funnest part of the job for me when i have time to do it like these races when you don't have to race and you don't have to like ah sorry like i'll see you tomorrow i gotta get back and whatever to be able to just have the time to just talk to everybody and hang out like to me that's that's a lot of fun so for that reason this season has been cool okay i like i like the fact that jay had told me one day he's like oh did you listen did you hear the world cup i said no i was at work he's like Aaron was commentary. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, Glenn? Aaron Glenn. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Like, he doesn't talk a whole lot. He goes, and I love the fact that you're going to go do it again. Like, they, you love to doing that. I mean, you'd rather be on your bike. I get it. But even, like, the kids. Like, you know, we always have changeover at kids, and they're like, you guys know Aaron? Oh, he's like the raddest dude. Like, it's funny because. He's, he's all right. He's all right. He's all right. <laughs> well, because we get to hear that, right? Like, yeah. so the other day when we were driving, my phone was up on the window, and it said Aaron Gwynn. They're like, Aaron Gwynn just texts Lola. You know, <laughs> like, it's the biggest, like, oh, my God. I'm like, he's a real person, you yeah. guys. Like, And so it's funny because, like, even today when we are doing this, and they're like, he's coming over here? Like, for reals? Like, <laughs> but I think that's what you put out there, and I think that's the part we're saying. Like, you know I'm always your fan. Like, I... Good luck, and when I when I hear you don't finish, I'm like, oh god, is he okay? What's going on? And you're overseas, and I'm texting you and John like, <laughs> yeah. you guys can hate me later, but I love you, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, it's been fun. Like, and I mean, being at uh, like Fontana and all that for so many years. Like, growing up, you know, I, I mean, when I first started racing downhill, it was like I was the kid out there in jeans and a flannel and you know Vans flat shoes, just trying to figure it out and like a lot of those people now still are racing and around the scene and so it's just it's cool it's cool to see you know like i said before like this sport has given me so much and the people have been so good to me that it's uh it's just fun it kind of feels like a like a family now like when you're at the races and stuff you know so many people there's always like smiling friendly faces and all that kind of stuff so it's uh it's definitely been been fun that way and i'm i'm excited to later on in my career be able to like spend more time with those people and yeah kind of have knew the your, time. your extended family would be a traveling circus yeah right? yeah i <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> well you know and i didn't know your whole story to be honest with you. well first of all your mechanic we all know is john hall 
didn't know his whole backstory. Yeah, he's got a story. Oh, my God. I love it. Like, someone asked me the other day, out of all your podcasts, I said, I like learning the stories. And John's was, who knew ranching was <laughs> in his background, right? Yeah. Or he goes, my mom sent me off for days in a van, you know? Yeah. But, like, on your, I didn't, when we w- sat down with Rich Hausman, I, Jay knew, but I had no clue that the interaction with you and, and Rich and how you got by, I had no clue. Yeah. If you guys want to know, go back and listen to the Rich Hausman <laughs> podcast. Cause big, big House gives us a, the deets. Yeah. <laughs> Don't listen too much. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Rich is the perfect example of that. Like, uh, when I, when Rich first started helping me, I remember we went to, like, a Yeti team camp a few months after I got on the program. I'd only been riding mountain bikes a couple of months at that time, and it just, things were happening fast, and we're at team camp, and I'm like, I don't even know how to, like, barbecue chicken, and I'm like, it's time to make dinner, and I'm like, uh, I'm just staring at the thing, trying to figure out what I do. I'm like, I'm fast on a bike, but, uh, okay, can you help me? <laughs> so it was like, Rich was, you know, there in those early years with my sponsorship contracts and training and, like, so many things. Like, I had so many good people like that that, like, really critical people that I think if I didn't have those guys early on like I don't know that I would have ever made it or even had the opportunity to do what I did yeah so to be in the position now it's like I just have a very realistic perspective I think of of what it takes to get there you know I tried to do it in motocross and it didn't work out and I definitely tried and failed at a lot of things before it kind of worked out and so I don't know I'm just realistic about what it takes and so I don't feel like you can really have an ego when you know that process and you know what that takes so um, yeah, it's just been fun, and it's been cool to, to still have a lot of those people around, and I, I still talk to pretty much, you know, everybody that's ever helped me yeah. <laughs> on some some way, so it's it's just cool. It's been a lot of fun. So, I know you're running out of, well, we're going to be mindful of your time. Yeah, we're good. Okay. Um, so, living in Montana and Tennessee, do you have a dual sport? I have a uh, KTM 350 XCF that I bought eight months ago, and it has... Uh, I've started it twice and I've not ridden it at all. Oh my goodness! <laughs> that I is, got it like terrible early, early uh, spring, right when things <laughs> got busy. That's almost as hard as showing up to bike races, and not racing. Yeah, it is. I'm like, my wife is like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "What? Like, I'm too busy to ride it. Like, we have too much going on." <laughs> you got there, baby. I'll ride you someday. Yeah, <laughs> and she's like, "The amount of times I've heard like next yeah. Wednesday, I'm going riding every Wednesday, and then it's like it gets busy and I don't yeah. go. So, but." I, like I always say, but I, I'm like, I'm serious this time. Yeah. This off season, I <laughs> want to ride a lot of moto. <laughs> but but you, I mean, because you're in two great places, especially for for that. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. So. I actually do have a dual sport. I forgot. I bought a, uh, it was like a early 90s um, XR650 in <laughs> nice. Montana. Like Big a cool, boy. like rent, like, like vintage XR. Yeah. And uh, same thing. I bought it right before the winter last year. And then, so it just has sat in the shed in Montana. Okay. And then I was there for a month this summer, but I obviously couldn't ride. So that bike has also never been ridden but by me, but it will eventually. <laughs> All right. Well, All we're right. going to need that picture to put up. Here we go. He didn't lie. Yeah. <laughs> you know, at one point, Lauren's just going to kick you out and say, go, get out of yep. here. Make it happen. <laughs> okay. You got any any no, last questions? I, I d- no, I just have a comment. Thanks for being someone that these kids look up to. Yeah. And and being the person you are, this isn't no floating your boat because I don't need to do that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I am getting a jersey, and I do have your American flag <laughs> goggles. Skin in the game. You know? Oh, jeez. <laughs> but, and, and you do have to tell Jay he's not allowed to wear the goggles anymore. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, no, thank you for, I mean, I see the kids that, that mention you. And even off the bike, you're just as looked upon as those riding the bike. So, I dig that. I know the kids do. And thanks for making the time with us. And yeah. 
This is, I know it's totally. huge. Yeah, yeah thank, thank you guys. I appreciate, appreciate all the love and support for all the years. And yeah, look forward You'll to still more. get my text at the top. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, wait a minute. I do have one question. We are going back to racing, right? Yeah, we will do some racing. Okay. I'm, we got a lot of moving pieces right now, trying to figure out what that's going to look like. But uh, for sure, I'll be back on the clock somewhere eventually. <laughs> okay. So that's all I want to know. We're <laughs> yeah. good. So I know when to send my text. That's yep. all. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, thanks again. Thank you, And guys. no matter where you're at in life, no matter where it takes you, into Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what trail life takes you down, keep, keep the, the rubber, rubber side, side down. down. If you're in California and you've been injured and it sucks, call Attorney Jeff. He's your California injury lawyer. With 11 locations all over the Southland, Attorney Jeff is here to serve you. Available 24-7, call 888-970-5729 for a free case evaluation. Or go to attorneyjeff.com to start the three-step process. Start with a free consultation, and if that suits your needs, you begin the easy sign-up process, and finally, they get to work on your case. When you've been injured, and we know we don't want to be injured, but it does happen, you need a pro. Call Attorney Jeff. And thank you, Attorney Jeff, for your sponsorship of the T3 Mountain Bike Race Program, as well as the Huck and Ride Podcast.
Yeah. I actually do have a dual sport. I forgot. I bought a, uh, it was like a early 90s um, XR650 in yeah, Montana. Nice. Like Big a cool, boy. Like, rent, like okay. vintage XR. Yeah. And uh, same thing. I bought it right before the winter last year. And then, so it just has sat in the shed in Montana. Okay. And I was there for a month this summer, but I obviously couldn't ride. So that bike has also never been ridden by, by me, but it will eventually. All right. Well, we're going to need that picture to put up. Here we go. He didn't lie. <laughs> You know, at one point, Lauren's just going to kick you out and say, go, get out of here. <laughs> okay. you got any, any no, I, I, no, I just have a comment. Thanks for being someone that these kids look up to yeah. and, and being the person you are. This isn't no floating your boat because I don't need to do that. I mean, I am getting a jersey and I do have your American flag goggles, you know. <laughs> but, and, and you do have to tell Jay he's not allowed to wear the goggles anymore, okay. <laughs> but, no, thank you for, I mean, I see the kids that that mention you and even off the bike you're just as looked upon as those riding the bike so i dig that i know the kids do and thanks for making the time with us and yeah. this is i know it's huge yeah thank you, thank you guys we appreciate all the love and support for all the years and yeah you'll still get my text at the top <laughs> right. well wait a minute i do have one question we are going back to racing right yeah we will do some racing okay um, we got a lot of moving pieces right now, trying to figure out what that's going to look like. But uh, for sure, I'll be back on the clock somewhere eventually. <laughs> okay. So that's all I want to know. We're good. So I know when to send my text. That's yeah, all. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. And no matter where you're at in life, no matter where it takes you, into Vermont. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what trail life takes you down. Keep the rubber side down.